Yo, what's up, guys? You already know what the fuck is going on. But just in case you don't know, it's a motherfucking podcast. It's your boy, Say by Paris, a.k.a. Paris the Rapper, a.k.a. Paris that Baby. And welcome to episode two. We're going to talk about a few things today. But first, how's everyone doing? Are y'all enjoying the podcast so far? Are there any suggestions on how I can improve or are you liking what you're hearing so far? Please feel free to message or at me with any and all feedback on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Say by Paris. Or if you're listening to this on YouTube, drop a comment. I'm recording this on September 13th, 2020, and I just released the first episode of my podcast. So far, I've had a lot of people reach out to me, um, congratulating me and wishing me success. So shout out to everyone who has personally messaged me or if you voted on my poll whether you would support me or not and you voted yes thank you all right so i am be honest with you guys i already pre-recorded episode two and three for this podcast but a lot's been happening that i need to talk about and i just can't wait three weeks so like i said i'm recording this on september 13th 2020 and the other episodes still come out um, probably started next week, unless there's something else monumental happens. But as of now, there's a whole lot going on in the hip hop community, a community that I am gladly a part of. So unless you've been living under a rock, it's been Takashi Six Nine versus the motherfucking internet. Six Nine, as you all know, was released from federal prison this past summer, essentially given a second chance, and. You would think someone who is facing 40 years to life on multiple charges would change or adjust their lifestyle antics. 6ix9ine said, fuck all that. Right out the gate, 6ix9ine already beefing and trolling hella artists. Artists such as Blueface Baby and his longtime rival, the Vegeta to his Goku, Trippy Red, Lil TJ, and all of Chicago or more specifically, Dirk and Reese. And he dropped his album. Originally, it was projected to sell over 150K. But after rubbing very, very, very important people the wrong way, has been blackballed from the industry. He's been getting no radio play, no playlisting, and no backing whatsoever. Billboard took away his bundle sales. So that projected 150K, as you all know, <laughs> dropped him to 55K sales first week. And of these 55K sales, 6ix9ine was um, quick to point out that 29K of them were pure album sales. Either way, it's an L. It's a flop. And I'm going to tell you why. So, like I said, 6ix9ine, he got out of fucking prison and... You would think someone who went through all this shit would change their antics, would move much safer, and just enjoy their second chance that they were given at life. Like I said, 6ix9ine said, fuck all that. And he's beefing with motherfuckers in Chicago. Now, I don't know about you, but I ain't stupid. I wouldn't, I wouldn't beef with the Grim Reaper, Lil Reese, or Lil Dirt. But we all know 6ix9ine's stupid. Before he went in, had a hit on Chief Keith, and this is all coming from, you know, his plea deal in court, nothing that the internet doesn't already know, so I am not snitching, I am just 
resuscitating information. And this is how much 6ix9ine flopped Juice World, who sadly passed away in December of last year, had an album. And it, it's been on Billboard about what? About two months. I think it, it, it released in about July. So been on Billboard for about two months. And this week sold 58K, uh, 3K more than 6ix9ine's first week sales. Also, another recently passed artist, Pop Smoke, 78K, also outselling 6ix9ine's first week numbers. Now, if that's not a flop, then I don't know what is. An artist like 6ix9ine, who is doing all these antics leading up to the release of his album, going to Chicago, fucking disrespecting dead homies, and just being a fucking clown, does all these antics to promote his album, and an artist like 6ix9ine should be doing 200k first week. He is on that level where he got he has to back up the shit that he's been talking. And ironically, he was just motherfucking clowning artists for doing 45, 50k first week. And here he is doing those same numbers. Now the internet is fucking loving this shit because 6ix9ine, like I said, he's been clowning motherfuckers since he got out. He was clowning motherfuckers before he went in. And as we all know, he snitched. And in the hip hop community, you just won't make it as a snitch. So the internet is loving this shit. Blueface stated that Takashi has been humbled by him and others. Also stating that the rainbow haired rapper fell off. Trippy posted on his story a video of him laughing after hearing the projections of 6ix9ine's album plummeting from 150k to 50k. And I'll be honest with you, I actually listen to 6ix9ine's music. Most people probably won't admit that. Dummy Boy was fucking fire. But there's a huge difference between Dummy Boy, uh, sorry, Dummy Boy versus whatever the name of this fucking album is. I don't even fucking know the name of this album. Fucking, uh, I'm gonna Google it. Hold up. So I can know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Tattletales, of course. Dummy Boy versus Tattletales. There's a huge difference between both albums. For one, Dummy Boy, what made it more enjoyable? Obviously the features. He had Gunna on there. He had Lil Baby on there. He had, he had all these features that were just, it was fucking bops after bops after bops. And Dummy Boy, or Tattletales, he had what, like Akon? And I actually, I'm fucking with Locked Up Part 2. I ain't even gonna lie. Only song on the album that I downloaded. But he has Akon and his little act, little academics. And academics, as much as I respect and appreciate academics for the culture, most people in the hip-hop community do not fuck with academics. So it's not helping 6ix9ine's case that he has a, a, a rapper who essentially is retired and someone that people just don't fuck with and speaking of academics he he made a statement suggesting that 6ix9ine go independent and I'm gonna read the text that he sent out via Twitter <laughs> academics says that the sad state of affairs for 6ix9ine is that he's effectively blackballed something that most thought was impossible in the internet era 
He rubbed 99% of the people with power in the culture the wrong way. Shitted on those that eventually would need, that he would need, and isolated hella fans. And someone replied to academic statement saying he can't afford to be any. And I'm going to have to disagree. And as academics points out, that's false. And why is it false? Selling 56K first week and owning your own masters, he says, is equivalent to selling 500K first week on a label. Most artists aren't seeing more than 15% of the money their music makes. They see anything at all. They're usually drowning in overhead costs that the label puts on them. And like academics said, 6ix9ine might as well go independent because being on the label means nothing if you are blackballed. All the strings that they could pull for you are out of reach and can't happen regardless. So why be on the label? And I'm gonna have to agree. Like I said, 6ix9ine should be doing 200K first week. And essentially, he should be he should be shooting for the fucking moon right now. But he's in fucking L mode. <laughs> and it's sad. 6ix9ine is living a lifestyle where he can't afford to do 50K a week. He has a security team with him. Eight to nine niggas. That he has to keep on payroll. Otherwise, this nigga dead. So, he has to pay his security team. And he has his jewelry. And I'm sure he's living this lifestyle in a big house with fancy cars. He can't afford to do 50k a week. So, if him going independent means that that 50k is essentially 500k in sales a week. Then, what do you have to lose, 6 9 You might as well go independent. Nobody fucking with you. The industry don't fuck with you. Half, half the fucking... Hip-hop community doesn't fuck with you. Your peers don't fuck with you. And 6ix9ine, really, I feel bad for the kid. And we keep saying kid, but we have to realize 6ix9ine is a grown fucking man who should be held accountable for his actions. But like I said, I feel bad for him because the shit he's going through is shit that we go through when we're in fucking intermediate or middle school. And unfortunately, I guess he never went through that. He's going through that now where he just feels the need to have to fit in He's doing whatever he can to get people's approval. And yeah, we're all laughing at the shit that he's doing, but are we laughing with him or are we laughing at him? And at the end of the day, he's a troll who, yes, I enjoy his music, but in the eyes of the hip hop community, that's all he is, is a troll. And, and we, we don't, we don't fuck with, we, like Dirk said, we don't play that rat's music in the club. I'm bumping him in my car regardless. It is what it is. With that being said, shout out to Big Sean for grabbing the W because Big Sean, who, as we all know, dropped Detroit to same day as Takashi. Originally, Takashi was on pace to have the number one album, but after being essentially blackballed by the industry, Big Sean took the W with 111K and grabbed the number one spot. So... This is Big Sean's first album since 2017, and I'm a huge Big Sean fan. At one point, he was my top five. The album, however, was decent. Has some, has some, has some high moments, but not too many. And it wasn't exactly what I expected from someone of Sean's caliber. With that being said, Sean, the album was still good. And welcome back. Where the fuck you been? Fucking meditating. Actually, I think he I think he did say he was meditating and finding himself, I guess. Um, in other news, another artist who was blackballed by the industry in the past 
is having a career renaissance in the wake of his latest album, Somnia. I am of course talking about B.O.B. For those who don't remember, a few years ago, Bob made a statement suggesting that Earth isn't round, but that it was flat. And that statement might not seem like such a big deal, but it ended up being a huge deal. And Bob ended up going viral, not for the good reasons. Bill Nye came out of retirement. Neil deGrasse Tyson spoke out against B.O.B. And essentially the internet and all these people jumped B.O.B. And I don't know if you remember, B.O.B. was essentially passed the torch by Andre 3000 back in the day. His debut album did 84K first week. Compare that to what artists are doing nowadays, and that's a recipe for success. Now, I'm a huge B.O.B. fan, and I thoroughly enjoyed this album. There was 10 songs on the track list. I ended up liking about six or seven of them. It was a good mix of what you would expect from B.O.B. There was some twerk and stripper anthems. There was some woke shit, and there was just some good bops all around. One of his better albums. Now, if you're trying to get into B.O.B., or if you're sleeping, I recommend Sonia, I recommend Ether, Naga, and I recommend the Element Tapes if you're ready to go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> Shout out B.O.B. Enjoy this career resurgence that you're having. You deserve it. Moving on, as you all know, the Thoughts Next Door podcast, which was being powered by Adam22 on No Jumper was canceled and I'm gonna read Selena Powell's tweet and then I'll read Adam's response so if you didn't know Thoughts Next Door <laughs> I forgot the name of it for a second Thoughts Next Door is a podcast powered by Selena Powell and some other thoughts and they're on this podcast they're saying outrageous shit about celebrities anything for clout so it ended up being canceled today and Selena Powell tweeted Adam 22 and Lena the fucking pug just used me to do some bullshit podcast porno pornography. They pay me $500 to fuck a porn star for their OnlyFans. I was so nervous I cried in the bathroom, but I wanted our podcast, so I swallowed my pride and I did it. Adam let us have four shows and he fired us. Now, this was Adam's response to Selena Powell saying that Thoughts Next Door is canceled. He 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 starts off with saying, I really like Selena and Eliza. I guess that's the other Thoughts name. I didn't even know. But I'm going to support them doing the podcast on their own. I'll explain more in depth Thursday or Tuesday on the No Jumper show. But it just wasn't going to work in the long run. And I, for one, am fucking glad that it's canceled. I never watched one episode. The idea of it sounded cool, but then I saw these thoughts, these whores spreading false information about celebrities, or it could be real, I don't know, I wasn't there. But they're essentially spilling the tea, exposing some celebrities with some nasty shit, some disgusting shit. And I just, I wasn't, I wasn't fucking with that energy, and I am for one, I'm glad that it's canceled. But I think that they should do the show going forward because it was probably moving traffic. It probably made No Jumper more interesting than it's ever been uh, since, you know, the XXX Tentacion podcast or interview, shall I say. 
and really academics called it he called all this fucking shit when he when it was adam 22 versus academics so shout out act for the for the dub <laughs> and if you're looking for a thoughts podcast i recommend hokage thoughts by the black hokage it's a podcast about games life and just really him rambling like me but unlike me he's been doing it for a while and the shit's entertaining as fuck he's funny as fuck so i recommend you go listen to hokage thoughts moving on next topic travis scott has a motherfucking meal at mcdonald's and personally speaking this meal is so fucking good that i got it twice back to back i don't ever eat mcdonald's back to back fucking ever but I enjoyed the meal and this is really a W for Travis Scott because can you imagine the bag that he's collecting? The reason why I bring him up though is because NLE Chopper, who has went on record to state that he's no longer with that violent shit. He's going to be spreading positivity in all his music. He tweeted out, eat healthy man, that food y'all eating can fuck with your mental. Put them Travis Scott burgers down. And go to the farmer's market. Go eat some vegetables. Eat plant-based foods. Now, I don't know what the fuck NLE Chopper on. That's a good message and all. I'm not putting no fucking burger down. And I'm not putting no fucking soda down. That shit good as fuck. Now, I will drink water. And I will eat my vegetables. And I will go on about my day. In an interview with Fake Short Drive, Cortez Bryant, Lil Wayne's former manager, states that the legendary line Weezy F baby and the F is for phenomenal was unintentional. It was a mistake. And Cortez says that Wayne, who didn't realize at the time that he spelled and used it incorrectly, is a perfectionist. He didn't want to put it out. But eventually he came around per the advice of probably Cortez Bryant and maybe some other people around him. Cortez also goes on to say that there are plans in the works to get more classic albums on DSPSs. And for those of you who don't know, a DSPS is what you listen to this podcast on. It's a digital streaming platform service like Spotify, like Apple Music, and like Tidal. Now, he says that the goal is to get more classic Wayne albums on digital streaming platforms. And the main issue that they're running into is, for obvious reasons, gaining clearance. Now, for those of you who don't know, Lil Wayne dropped No Ceilings on Apple Music and Spotify, but it wasn't the full album. Half of it was missing. So that's the problem that they're running into is that Wayne, who was known for remixing classic songs or songs that were hot that year, that summer, whenever, they're not getting cleared. And one song that Bryant brings up is I Feel Like Dying, who is one of Wayne's best songs it's a classic but Wayne never gained clearance still doesn't have clearance isn't allowed to perform it or put it on platforms so they're running into problems like that we should expect more classic Wayne albums soon now moving on Bow Wow has made a return to hip hop and for those of you who don't know Bow Wow is a motherfucking goon the motherfucking legend. Bow Wow, that's motherfucking Snoop's nephew. And you don't fuck with Unc Snoop. Now, Bow Wow, he 
claims that Bow Wow with the braids is back. But in his snippet that he posted on Twitter, the cover art is an imitation of XXX Tentacion's brand name and logo to promote his comeback. And it was retweeted by DJ Scheme and Ski, essentially saying it's not too late to delete this. Now, for those of you who are unaware, since the tweet has been deleted, Bow Wow's snippet says, bad vibes, with a broken heart logo, which we all know is X. And we all know that X's fan base, the ruthless, they're clowning Bow Wow. They're telling him, delete this shit and be original. Now, I don't know what it is with artists, but they seem to love the steal from X. Remember Drake when he stole the look at me cadence? Now, here we are with another artist stealing from X. And you know his fan base is not letting that shit slide. If there's one thing I've ever learned, don't fuck with XXX Tentacion's fan base. Long live Jose and long live Mac Miller. Now, at the time of recording this, we are about six, seven days removed from the two year anniversary since we lost the legendary Mac Miller. Usually people say about artists, they're ahead of their time. But Mac Miller was at the right place at the right time in the right generation. And he will of course go down as a legend in the game. And no one can ever take away what he has contributed to the hip hop community. R.I.P. Mac Miller, the most dope artist there is. And if you haven't listened to Mac Miller, if you're living under a rock, a few albums to listen to is, of course, Swimming in Circles by Mac Miller. But if you're, if you're looking to get a little history lesson, I recommend Faces. I recommend Kids, which is now on DSPSs. And I recommend Macadelic. Macadelic got me through some tough shit growing up. And for that, I have to thank Mac Miller. And really, if we're being honest, everything that Mac put out was phenomenal. And with every album, he just evolved further and further. So if you're a part of the TikTok generation, I'm assuming you haven't listened to Mac Miller. Go fucking listen. Go do this is your homework lesson for today, for this week. Go listen to Mac Miller. Go listen to Blue Side Park. Go listen to Watch Movies with the Sound Off. Go listen to The Divine Feminine. And go listen to Good AM. And then once you do all of that, come back here and tell me what you thought. Now, that concludes this episode of my podcast. And for everyone who has, like I said, reached out to me and congratulated me on my first episode release. I want to thank you so much. And if you made it to the end of this podcast, thank you, of course, for your support, for listening, for giving me a chance. If you're watching this on YouTube, please give a like, please leave a comment, please subscribe to all that shit. And just let me know what you think. If you have any questions, any, any thoughts, any concerns, anything, feel free to reach out to me at podcast by Paris on Instagram or at my personal at Safe by Paris on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I hope to see you next week with episode three. And little spoiler, I'm 
given you an origins story. That's right. I'm going to tell you how I became a rapper, what led to me becoming a hip-hop artist, and how I met my close friends who I ended up forming a rap group with. So, until then, peace out, have a great day, and thank you. Thank you.